Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week we will try out the opening 30 minutes of a game, and then ask the question, do you want to keep playing? I'm John I. And I'm Ben. And this week's game is... Dead Space! Hey, Mr. Jono. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going very well, thank you. Um, how are you, my good friend? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. You're good, Feeling good. Great. Feeling good. This is funny. This is actually behind the scenes. A Sunday afternoon we're recording yeah. this. What, 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 what do you do with Sunday afternoons? Normally I'm just sat on the sofa playing some games. Yeah, me too. But hey. Uh, but today I'm, I'm, I'm in your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, what, what, speaking of games, what are you playing at the moment, buddy? I finally finished. Oh. Dead Red Red Dead Red Red Dead Dead Red, Red Dead Dead Redemption Two Ah the RDRs Yeah Cool Yeah I finally finished it last week That was good Um I gotta say that epilogue is long and not great oh, It's no. fine But it's it goes on It's it's gonna be a good ten hours of epilogue What Yeah Oh wow yeah. That's a game on itself Yeah really. it's, it feels like a, D- a DLC It feels like they they thought, oh, we've got a really good idea for a DLC for the game. And yeah. then went, oh, I'll just include it. Wow. Yeah, it, it goes on and on and on. And it's in two parts. And the yeah. first part is fine. <laughs> the second part's a bit better. Okay. But I, yeah, um, I feel like I could have done without it. Yeah, yeah, or absolutely. It, a very condensed version of it. Because it does tie up the story in a few ways. Okay. Um, and it brings back some familiar faces from the sort of main Ooh, story. Okay. No spoilers. No. No. But I just felt, I was a bit like, oh. That's yeah. a shame. I can't really talk about it without spoiling <laughs> yeah, of massive yeah. swathes of, um, the, of, of Red Dead. The well, I'm, I'm sure in about, you know, five years time, I'll get to finish that game yeah. as well. And then we <laughs> can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, overall, it hasn't soured my experience of the game. It's yeah, still a yeah, masterpiece. Yeah. It's still, you know, it's still incredible. Um, but I must say the last few missions, I was a bit like... Got to get through this. Yeah, it felt like a chore to get through a bit. Um, Do you know what was funny? Because I was also I was playing our uh, well, actually the game that we're playing today, Dead uh-huh. Space. And a part of me started thinking about what would it, what would the game landscape look like if there was less filler and mm. it was all just real like killer stuff, but it was only a couple of hours long. So it's a bit like going to the movies. Mm. You buy a game and it still costs fifty quid, but the game is just two hours of. Of just sheer brilliance. Well, I think games would be cheaper. I don't think you'd be paying fifty quid. For, no, honestly, I think I think um, I think you'd be buying these three or four hour experiences, right? And I think they would be twenty quid. Well, and so- I, you know, and and that would still because you know the the amount of time you could throw out. You look at something like Red Dead, yeah. And if that game was just a four hour super cowboy campaign it wouldn't yeah. take them a decade to make <laughs> well i don't know because the thing is like normally what you find in these long long games yeah. is that you sort of have um you have a really nice section of gameplay yeah that you sort of have to play through mm. over and over and over and over oh, yeah. again it's yeah it's, you know it's the um halo 30 seconds of fun you know? yeah is this gameplay loop fun yeah i mean i've got to say like something like uncharted mm-hmm. um the the more successful uncharted games are the ones where even the filler is as fun as the main sort of And they're bit. still showing you something a bit new. Yeah. Could, yeah. And they do that. They The way they do that, because Uncharted, um, the shooting's fine. The climbing's yeah. fine. Yeah. The, you know, the 
uh, puzzles are good fun, but none of it's like best in class. No, uh, yeah, I suppose so. No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the storyline and the characters and the set pieces pull you through so well. You don't mind. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the things they did in Uncharted Four is they made the climbing way more interesting. Right, okay. Because, you know, a lot previously before, and I think we've talked about this podcast, it's just hold down a button, move in a direction, yeah. and you climb. Yeah. With this, there's loads, they've got the grapple hook, which is the new mechanic. Sure. And sliding, they're the two sort of new mechanics. Okay. So it goes from the Prince of Persia, Sands of Time era, and yeah. Tomb Raider School, which yeah. is the climbing's a puzzle. You've got your abilities, and you've got to get to a point, and you've got to work out how you're going to do it. Because you love yourselves a bit of the Sands of Time. I do, don't I do, you? I yeah, do. Trying to figure out those climbing puzzles. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's, one of the things like the big things they changed up in 4 which I, was infinitely um, uh, an, impro- an infinite improvement I feel this is one of the things I didn't particularly like about uh, Lara Croft's latest adventure because I only played a little bit of it yeah and um, it's just sort of the climbing is pretty much you just push in a direction and mm. you're holding down a button yeah and I, I felt like because there's so much bombastic stuff going on mm. I was really pushing those buttons I was really going all oh, my word but that was the limit of what I was doing. And the rest of it was just like me watching it on the screen. Oh, okay. And then there's certain things where you're jumping across yeah. and you're doing that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, it did feel more like a sort of the next stage on from an interactive QTE type thing. Yeah, I actually think... Um, was that the not the last one, but the... the chat, Might have been the Tomb one Raider before. How many, one, yeah. how many new ones have there been? There's three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that would be the second one that's on the game pass. Because I actually thought that the... The climbing in the two many games were great. It's really interesting how they do. Yeah, yeah. Because you could build up your skills and you can sort of do things. Anyway, but yeah. And there's a really, I saw a really cool picture actually of the differences in difficulty. Mm. And I think it's in the latest Tomb Raider. And they have, you know, if you're on, on easy, then the route is really called out to you. Yeah. And if you're on hard, they don't really show anything at all. That's and it's cool. just sort of like difference in texture yeah. that they sort of turn on and off. And I thought that was really nice. That's really nice. That's really nice. Um, how about you, man? What have you been playing or watching or doing? I, I, uh, I was up until four o'clock in the morning last night <laughs> <laughs> because my son is doing a thing where he's just not sleeping, not sleeping. unless it's on you. Sure. So we're taking it in turns, me and my wife, um, to sort of have him for a section of the night. Yes. So I take him for the first section, yeah. then she takes him for the second. Very much shift work. Shift work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a new job. <laughs> it's called boy sleeping. Mm-hmm. That sounds horrible. Anyway. And, yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, so starting at uh, midnight, going on till four o'clock in, in my house last night, yeah. we had a Captain America double build. Great stuff. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, Winter Soldier and Civil War? No, it was First Avenger and Winter Soldier. Ooh. Yeah, because, mm. ooh. Because <laughs> the thing is, um, and, and I still maintain that we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. We did. First Avenger mm. is a really good film now. Yeah. When it first came out, I wasn't that keen. Yeah. But I think it actually has one of the best um, turns in any kind of cinematic, in any of the films in the cinematic universe, which is when he's doing his onstage work yeah. and he's doing the fake punch to Hitler and stuff and there's a song going on. Mm. And then all of a sudden it cuts to him being on the front line doing the same stage work. And it's sort of, it's a close up of his face and all the music cuts out and he's like, and that's why we're going to sock yeah. Hitler, yeah. guys. And they're like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, that shift in, uh, going from fantasy to reality is mm. such an amazing uh, turn in, in that film. Yeah, and it and it's the turning point in the film for him. As for well. him as well. He yeah. becomes that's when he you know goes off and rescues Bucky and yeah, um, which is probably the best set piece in the film actually. Yeah, absolutely. The the, the, last... the, the train the train is really good. The, the train train's heist. really nice. Yeah. yeah, there's been a couple of nice train heists in the last couple of years. I thought yeah. the one in Solo was pretty nice as well. Probably the best <laughs> bit of that best film. Best bit, of, easily the best bit of the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, so I saw that, and then of course it ends with Nick Fury chasing him down on Times Square, yeah. 
in the modern present day. Yeah. And then just going into Winter Soldier from that, it's a really nice, they're a really nice companion piece to each other. Yeah, because you're missing, you're only missing out the Avengers step. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which. It doesn't is... do a lot of Captain America building. No, no, no. The only thing, the only thing that it builds is that he kind of meets, um, he becomes part of S.H.I.E.L.D. essentially and he meets uh, Black Widow and stuff. I love Pretty the much, Black yeah. Widow relationship um, in Captain America with In Winter Soldier, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's the sort of the will they, won't they? But then halfway through the film, it's that, oh no, they won't. Mm. This is how she is. Yeah. And they're just friends yeah. <laughs> who and can rely on each other. She's just like got his back yeah. and that that's a thorough that's a, that goes through all of the films absolutely and yeah. it's one it's really cool yeah also that opening scene in when soldier where they take out the tank is so good so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah the numerian star i want to call it i think it yeah I mean, we might as well times. change this, this podcast name to um, talk about good. Captain America. Ben and Jolly talk about Captain America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think one of the things that really... Um, oh, right. Okay, we're going to carry on. Yeah. Well, just one more, one more point about Captain America. No, that's America. fine. I've going got back, all afternoon. <laughs> going back to the first Avenger. Yeah. Um, is that because we have so much time with Chris Evans as Captain America now. Sure. Going back and seeing him... It, I don't know I've got I've got so much affection for for him playing that character now. Yeah. That the first film you had to kind of get used to it. Like it's like oh it's Chris Evans how's he going to be and then you kind of go back to him and you realize that he completely inhabits that character from like the first screen you know the first um first moment of that film. Sure yeah he's yeah. so good in it but and there's no adjustment period for you as the what as the watcher because you know the character so well. Yeah. And so you're just in and so that's brilliant. <laughs> it is great it yeah. is great all the way through to Infinity War which I watched over Christmas again yeah and uh, and just sort of seeing Cap with his beard uh, and the, the level of progression from, from the early films uh, mm. what, a, what a great cinematic universe buddy it's yeah. going to be one of those things which I'm really looking forward to taking my son through when he's, oh. when he's an appropriate age yes like two and a half or something <laughs> <laughs> now um, but other than that I've also been playing on my Nintendo Switch yes. they do the free NES games if you're uh, if you're oh, yeah. a subscriber to the online stuff which I assume you are I haven't done it yet. Actually. Have you not done it no. yet? Okay. I've been playing Mario Brothers 3 again. <laughs> you love Mario Brothers 3. Because the game is amazing. I always think we should do it for this podcast, but um, it'll be the, the world's shortest podcast to be like, yeah, it's really good. So it'll, it's... it'll be Ben explains to Jono all the secrets of Mario yeah. Brothers 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that game is amazing. And I've mm. also been dabbling a little bit more Moonlighter. Oh, excellent. Which is a lovely kind of dip in, do 10 minutes, sell some stuff in the shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've expanded my shop now, so I've got eight slots to sell stuff. <laughs> it's very fancy. Well, now I finish Red Dead. The next game on the docket is oh. um, a Horizon Zero Dawn, which I've got wow. sat, sat in a box. So um, okay. when, actually probably when I get home from this podcast, I'm oh. going to um, I'm gonna make a chili and I'm going to play some Horizon Zero Dawn. It's my Sunday afternoon. A little bit of a tip for you here, my friend. Oh, yeah. Install that game first before you make your chili. Okay. Because <laughs> it took a while on mine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I started playing that a couple of months ago, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. yeah. And, and then Red Dead came out, which is unfortunate because that took over my open world gaming slot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'll be interested to see what you think. Yeah. Stay tuned next week. Stay tuned. But, Mr. Jono, we yes. are not here to talk about any of these things. We're not. What are we talking about this week, Ben? We're here to talk about, um, EA Games 2008 Dead Space. 2008? Mm-hmm. Only 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Say, Ben, what do you know about space and the dead that (laughs) live within? Oh, are we talking Event Horizon now? Because that's really the best dead space film around. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I've I've not really played... I think I maybe played a little bit of this Mm -hmm. in the breakout room when we both worked at... Sure. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) And and that's not really the best environment to play a horror game. No. And... um, 
So that's that's all I've played this first one. And yeah. then the, I think I played a demo of the third one, perhaps, mm. which was a bit snowy, I want to say. Sure. I can't really remember. Yeah. But I think they brought co-op into that and stuff. And yeah, so I'm, I'm not really that familiar with this series. Um, but I know that it's much beloved by a lot of people. Yeah, especially two. Yeah. Two is one that people, like people, one and two, I think people are super into. Right. Especially okay. two. I think two yeah. is the one where they really perfected it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you, man? Um, I think. I've played the demo of this first one before, right. but when it came out, so 10 years ago. Did a couple of things, just sort of, you're like, oh, I sort of remember yeah, this. Yeah, 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 but I, yeah, I'm more the mechanics and the sort of intro, but not the actual sort of set pieces. Sure. So I'm pretty sure I've done this before, but, you know, as I said, 10 years ago, and I don't remember what happened, you know, yesterday, so. <laughs> And as well, the others, I didn't. I didn't play um, two or three uh, horror games. Are not really my bag. Uh, you know, apart horror from Resident movies. Evil. Uh, Resident Evil Four, which is your bag. I love Resident yeah. Evil Four, but like the rest of them, not really, not really my thing. As you know, I don't like uh, things make me jump. <laughs> it's funny because as we get into this, there are quite a lot of parallels between this and Resident Evil Four, but they're sort of parallels that don't really match up. They're like alternate timelines. Yes, into the Spider Verse. Yeah. You will. It's the very sort of definition of um, an influence as opposed to our copying. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, taking taking sort of cherry picking bits. Well, I kind of want that feeling of this. Yeah, we yeah. don't just do what they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we get into it, buddy. Yeah. I got a little section called Educating oh, John. Twenty nineteen. So, hey, John, did you know this game was actually before released? Before it was released banned in three separate countries or was it (laughs) (laughs) because uh in china japan and germany it was allegedly banned but that was actually just a rumor that the developers started as part of their marketing campaign to drum up even more hype for this game that's amazing yeah so they just they just went oh it's banned in these countries and everyone went whoa that's gonna be amazing scary and then it actually wasn't banned at all what a bunch of uh that's yeah hothead hothead behavior (laughs) well yeah quite (laughs) Uh, number two, did you know, Johnny, yeah. that the, there was an original concept after this game to have Dead Space 2, and this didn't happen, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but I would love to see this, Okay, was set in Victorian England. Interesting. How would that even work? Because I, I have no idea, but... But hell, I'd love to. I'd love to. Jack see the Ripper that. is literally one of those. Oh, ripping. he's like a. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and finally, did you know <laughs> yeah. the protagonist of this game is Isaac Clarke? Yep. Yeah. Who is actually named after two quite famous people? Can you guess who they might be? Um, Arthur C. Clarke and Isaac Asimov. Is that right? Well done, yeah. sir. Well done. Yeah, I win. <laughs> Bonus points. Can you tell me what famous work, no, notable works of uh, fiction those boys have done? Um, Asimov is, um, he's the three... He's the rules of robotics, rules of robotics right? Rules so yep. like AI and iRobot and stuff. Yep. And Nazi Clark is 2001. He is 2001 guy. Yeah. And he co-wrote the screenplay as well for the film. Yeah. Oh. Well done. Look, yeah. at, look at you shining some light on... on um, great R.C. Clark uh, <laughs> quote is, um, science used appropriately can be indistinguishable from magic. Are you sure that's Clark it and is, it's yes. not um, Christopher Walken? Science <laughs> used appropriately. <laughs> it's a horror. <laughs> Your Walken's getting better. It's getting... Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I spent a lot of time over Christmas Thanks. practicing it with my son. <laughs> So now we've done our Dead Space bona fides, yeah. or lack thereof. <laughs> should we? Should we dive in? Let's do it. Yeah.
The spooky sounds there. So of spooky. The dead space. Should have done this as a horror, uh, Halloween game. Although, actually, it doesn't really feel that Halloween y. No, it doesn't. It's, um, yeah, the sci fi is the main sort It's of the sci fi, isn't it? Yeah. It. In the same way that you wouldn't watch John Carpenter's The Thing at Halloween. You can watch no. that. That's a, that's a, that's a perennial film. Winter. A winter film, for winter sure. Film. Winter. Yeah. Might watch The Winter Soldier as well. Ooh. What other wintry films could, could you have? Because um, there's, because you're the wrong side of Christmas for a lot of winter films. Actually, I would say. Actually, I think the thing is, like a January film, because it's yeah. so bleak and depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like Janna's. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like the, uh, just like old Big J. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure actually. Um, we'll come back to it throughout we'll come, the podcast. If you think, think of any it. kind of snowy-based, slightly depressing films, yeah. What's that? Um, there was one actually with Jeremy Renner recently. Where it's, uh, he goes on to a, uh, it's like a reservation, there's kind of a murder. I've not seen that. And there's a lady comes and does some stuff. I'll look it up, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get back, we'll yeah. get back to that, yeah. Anyway, back to Dead Space. Yes. So we're both playing on... PC. Correct. Yeah, I, I got it on Origin for like a quid. Oh, did you? Yeah. I already had this in my library, oh, it turns out. So I must have bought some sort of deal at some point. I have Dead Space 2. <laughs> okay. In my origin. I logged into my origin account after having to reset my password and reinstall the client. Obviously, yeah. And I really found out I had Dead Space 2. Any any free games on origin right now? Didn't check. Did not check. Okay. Should have done, really, shouldn't I? There was something awesome on the Epic Game Store this coming up soon, actually. Oh, yeah? Because after the whole Subnautica mm. fiasco, yeah. there's something else on there now, which is really, really nice. So okay. definitely sign up for the Epic Games thingy, because you just I'll, get free I'm games. Yeah, I yeah, just don't really check cool. ever, really, yeah. <laughs> um, which I probably should. So, uh, yeah, anyway, back into Dead Space, yep. boot it up on PC, yep. what's the first thing you see? Um, got a nice, like, um, menu screen, yep. kind of hot, spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it says it says sort of there's an EA logo as well before this. Oh, yeah, the EA logo. And I, then like, there's, I just uh, noticed you're um, wearing your EA hoodie, very on brand today. I'm always wearing my EA hoodie, mate, to be honest. When I did work at EA... Yeah. Oh, it must be like nearly nearly ten years ago now. That's crazy. Over that, yeah, I suppose so. Because I we worked together when this game came out. So, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So over ten years yeah. ago, I got this hoodie. Yeah. And I think it, it was um, it Ooh. was a prize Ooh. as uh, for being the best artist that week. I, I <laughs> really believe. they used to do like yeah, it was a bit cheeky actually. There was, there was, they sort of play all the artists off against sure. each other, and every week there'll be like a king of art situation. And at the time, it was a bit like, you know, just dogs thrashing around for a bone. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm going to be the king of art. Yeah. And you got a little prize. And I got this uh, this rather fetching hoodie. It, if, if For something that's over 10 years old, it uh, looks looks in pretty good nick. Thanks. I only ever wear it inside. <laughs> yeah, it looks very warm. <laughs> okay. So, right. Anyway, back to the dead yeah. space. We're going to yeah. get into this eventually. Sure. Um, it's a bit of a spooky kind of menu. Yeah. Um, it's all, it's all a bit 2000s, I was sort of feeling from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The menu isn't really the, um. It's not really the, the no. key part here. Is I it? went in and I changed my resolution so it all kind of looked, looked good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, um, up, up to the, um, the textures and all the rest of it so it looked good on my TV. Yeah. On and my actually, TV, on my, my laptop, on my computer, sorry. Actually, this game stands up pretty well. Really well. It does look really nice when you Re- get into it, yeah. Really nice. Um, we could obviously probably talk about it a bit later, but like, um, yeah, no, the, the game's aged mm. very well. Like a fine wine. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Are you playing with an Xbox pad as well? Are you I am doing indeed. the old controller? Yeah, yeah. I was doing the controller thing. And it's really nice. You just plug it in and it just works straight away. Yeah. Unlike some other games. <laughs> cough, cough, Eternal Darkness. Ooh, God, yeah. Well, Tomb Raider. Quite a lot of the, of the games on this. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, and yeah, and then you just go in a new game. Mm-hmm. I chose medium for difficulty. Me too. Yeah. Wanted yeah. a little bit of a challenge. 
Um, and then there's like a loading screen which has got some schematics on it of like the big ship. It's quite cool. It's quite it's nice. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then we're off to the races. Yeah. So there's like a static TV. Yeah. With like the Dead Space logo playing. Yeah. And then there's um. Sorry, I've got a screenshot on my phone. So oh, okay. Um, Maybe you're going to share this on Instagram with with everybody. Sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. And then you get this this sort of uh, mission starts coming down. Okay. So it yeah. says CEC mission ER five two nine. Oh. But it's like. And then it's all a bit aliens. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. Very aliens. Status update. <laughs> USG Kellyan en route to Aegis system. <laughs> Primary mission assets. Isaac Clark, engineering and ship system specialist. That's, yep. that's your man. That's you. Yeah, excellent. Kendra Daniels, computer specialist. Of course she is. Zach Hammond, chief security officer. I mean, they're really playing to type here, aren't they? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. But, for, <laughs> but, you know, in, in all the best ways, I feel. Okay. Uh, Directive A, locate mining vessel, USG Ishimura. Yep, I think Directive that's right. Directive B, diagnose and repair communications blackout. <laughs> Time to contact point, three minutes. Yeah, so the general idea here is that you're on some sort of like, um, you're a team that have been sent over to mm. this Ishimura, which mm. is like a great big hulking mining ship. Yeah, you, there's, there's, in a second you get a bit more, the, the, the sort of stuff fleshed out a bit more with the, yeah. um, with the, with what happens. And they've had a communications blackout. Yeah. I think there was a comic that, preceded this perhaps possibly you know some games do that yeah. they kind of go to build up the world a little bit as here's a little taster maybe and yeah. i think they did a comic to show why there was the blackout perhaps uh, no i think i think um well, part of the story of this game is you find out what happened to the oh, crew is it not just uh aliens well yeah but i mean <laughs> what actually you know what is yeah okay on. yeah it might not be aliens because there's oh. heavy insinuation that the monsters are the crew that have been mutated of course yeah, yeah. so who knows what's so happened muti aliens yeah but yeah okay sure so the um info goes up on the screen yep and then um, there's like a VO from from a from a girl, mm-hmm. and as the camera pulls back from mm. the static screen, you get like this woman uh, delivering a video message direct to the camera. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be someone who knows she knows she's talking to to your man Isaac. Yeah, and she seems to know who you are, and she's insinuating that something she's on this ship and something's going a bit wrong. She's it's, not really sure. It's like one of these space video emails that they all do in all of yeah. the movies yeah. all the time. Yeah. Did I tell you I saw Passengers over Christmas, by the way? Oh, did you? Yeah. Have you seen this? I have all shot a plane, actually. So I'm a bit drunk. It's a good plane film, I think, probably. Um, because it's not great. No. No. But I quite... We, we sort of watched it when we were particularly tired one day. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, it's, it's sort of fine... It doesn't end up in a particularly good place. And there are lots and lots of issues throughout the film. There are some thing. real issues I have with that film, yeah. <laughs> which I can't really talk about without spoiling the film. Yeah, totally. But there is a, should we say, twist halfway through, which is just a bit like, oh, oh that's horrible. This this would have been a better horror film, perhaps, <laughs> where he's a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. it's... Well, that's quite misleading about the serial killer thing, but like, it's it's not good. There are some issues. There's yeah, there issues are some issues got. with that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. they they do as with every other space film. There's there's a lovely scene in there where he tries to send a video email to yeah. Earth, and they're like, um, "Your response will come in 39 years." This <laughs> <laughs> is like, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so yes. back to this and. Yeah, so there's um, this lady doing the thing. So and then the sort of message gets cut off, and she's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't something's going wrong, and they cut off, and the camera continues to pull back. And it reveals that you're sat on the bridge of a ship travelling through hyperspace. Now, this is lovely. It, just, I was like, oh, this is, this is a bit all right, really isn't it? cool. It's a bit all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're really leading with their best foot here. Yeah, they That's, are. Because um, it looks amazing. Because mm. it's sort of a cockpit, a bit like yeah. a... Like a, a 
full-on Millennium Falcon mm. bit where you've got the bottom open as well. Yeah. And um, and there's sort of two seats in front of you and stuff. Actually, it's a bit like the Guardians of the Galaxy That's ship That's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with a giant open window at the front yeah. and the two sort of levels and stuff, yeah. And you're kind of... Uh, and you're going through brown hyperspace, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Star Wars would look like if it was a bit sepia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so on the bridge is uh, the aforementioned uh, man and woman, so security officer and science officer. Yeah. Um, and and, and, and what, was the, what was the guy called again? Um, he give me a second. I'll bring up. The, uh, <laughs> okay. One. Yeah, it is um Zach Hammond. Zach, right? Okay. Yeah. Who's C- C- CSO? Okay. Um, and Kendra Daniels, who's the computer specialist. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So um, they're they're on the, deck, the bridge and they're having a conversation basically. Yeah. And it's essentially re reaffirming the message being saying we've lost contact with this ship. Yeah. And they kind of say um. These two are just basically tools for plot, aren't they? Yeah, Throughout yeah. the entire game, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Basil Exposition. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're sort of chatting about the ship. And then you, you come out of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And um, you get this amazing visual of a planet it's and lovely. some debris and the sun shining through yeah. the cockpit. Yeah, get some nice flareage. It's awesome. Yeah. And then the credits start kind of rolling. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, oh, this is all right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bit of a John all right on a Thursday. Yeah. So they start talking about it and they're basically saying... Um, the, this is a mining ship. The ship is mine. Well, like it's mining the planet, and this planet yep. is like a gold mine for sort Something. of precious metals sure. and stuff. Um, the, 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 the ship is called Planet Cracker, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, yep. also good. And as the sort of ship floats through the debris, um, the sort of debris sort of pulls away, and you see the ship. Yeah, and like it the sort of reveals it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and they're like, oh, there the ship is, and, you know, they talk about it a bit. And They um, talk about deep space mining being big business. Big business, yeah. And you're like, oh, a bad corporation being in charge of this. <laughs> exactly. Hey there, Wayland Yutani. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. And they see, um, and she's sort of talking, the the, um, the science officer's like, Kendra. oh, I can, Kendra is like saying, oh, I can see the, I can see from here the message relays down. She was oh, yeah. trying to hail them, I think. That's right, that's right, yeah. yeah. And which she's like, oh, that's cool. Um, I can see it's down. She's like, we need to dock. And I reckon that's going to be 48 hours and we'll have that repaired. Yeah, no problem. So you're essentially an emergency repair crew that's been sort of dispatched. Yeah. All so far, so kind of... So far, so good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Yeah. I was, I was scene, really into this, by the way. Me too. Really me too. Cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. So um, just as you're approaching to dock the ship, yeah. you suddenly get hit by some debris. Oh, and then classic. she's like... Kendra is like, no, um, <laughs> we need to pull out, pull out, pull back. And then, um, uh, what's his face? This officer. Yeah. Um, he feels a bit evil to me, but I'm not oh, sure okay. if that's, uh, okay. you know, anyway, he, he's like, no, no, we can do it. We can do it. And you essentially crash land into the docking bay. Yeah. And it's really cool because yeah. you kind of, um, just from a, you know, looking behind the scenes in video games kind of way, you've got this big scene mm. and then you're wondering how the transition is going to work from that onto the actual ship. Mm. And what they kind of do is just before you crash into it, they shut the blast shields <laughs> on the windows. <laughs> so you're getting a bit too close to that model, shut all the blast shields. Yeah. Nowadays, I guess you'd just be able to do a lot of that because the power of processing has gone up so mm. much and stuff. Anyway, and um, and they close it all down and then well, and was, crash in. When I was installing this game, I was thinking about that. Okay. Because this game to download was six gig. Wow. Which, you know... That's um, nothing. And then you think... iPhone games are bigger than that these days. <laughs> yeah. So this came down to my PC and it was 6 gig. Yeah. And then I was like, I installed... You get day one patches, which are like 80 gig now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like... Red Dead 2 is over 100 gig. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And then you're just like... that's And that's 10 years... And even at the end of the 360 sort of cycle, yeah. games were still fitting on a blue... You know, on a DVD. Sure, uh, yeah. Just about. With a Blu-ray... 
on no the 360, 360 didn't, have, didn't have blu-ray no. no so you're still looking at sort of 12 gig or a yeah. couple of, you know 20 gig or something and now games like 20 gig is the day one patch easy yeah it's quite anyway that's just in the, the thing the, is you can notice the the difference in fidelity yeah. between from games of these days certainly and now. looking back but it, as we say, it's all about making that scene. John. Yeah, it's all about putting those elements together, and mm. this game does that in a really nice really, way. Really, really, really nice it's, way. Well, in this opening section, yeah. we'll talk about the rest of it in a little oh, bit, I yeah. guess. So, um, uh, you sort of you, you sort of you land, you crash in the bay, yeah. everyone's okay. Yeah, just about. <laughs> Suddenly, I realised there was like an ensign dude driving who I hadn't noticed before. Yeah, don't and worry about like, him. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah. He's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he might as well have dead written yeah. on his forehead. Yeah. Um, and you put your helmet on. Yeah. Which seemed odd because no one else puts on a spacesuit. No, no one else has the funky spacesuit yeah. that you're wearing. But I'm assuming it's because you're an engineer and you're going to be doing stuff. Sure. Who knows? They don't sure. really it. And she comes over and she says, um, we just need to link everyone's stats into the ship. Yeah. And then there's like a tube going up the back of your suit. Yeah. And she links it and you, that then fills up. Like, boom, boom, boom. Fills up with four sort of yeah, blocks of energy effect on your health. Yeah. Yeah, your health. So the thing this game does really well. Yeah. There's no HUD really. All the stuff's represented on your suit. That's right. On your gun. Um, and every, all the HUD is projected out from your helmet. In That's front it. Of you. Yeah. And it yeah. looks really rad. It's a really good idea. And yeah. it works especially well in this game. Yeah. I didn't get to do much of the inventory management, so I can't no. really speak for how that works no, a bit later on. Yeah. But, um, but just sort of exploring the world, finding sort of screens and stuff and having them project up onto yeah. you. It's really cool. It's a really cool idea. Yeah. So the first thing this UI does is it, yeah. it acts as like a, a tutorial for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you then run off the ship. It yep. teaches you like the teaches you how to walk, how walk to run. run. Yeah, nice and easy. Um, standard third person sort of controls. It's all very standard. Yeah. Also, the thing I really liked as well is that um, it it replaces the commands with your gamepad mm. keys and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's all just it just feels like yeah it's it's a nice experience basically. It is. That, it is. Yeah. So you come off the ship uh-huh. and. Then your very lazy companions are like, <laughs> yeah. are that doors like locked? Can you go and, uh, can um, you go and get it for uh, me? Yeah. And they're like, you need to hack it. And I was like, I wonder how I hack things. Turns out you just press A and it opens the door. Yeah, I was a bit confused by that as well. <laughs> Apparently Isaac is some sort of master hacker where yeah. he just waves his hand in front of something. And yeah, and it's all, it's all good. Anyway, so yeah, they, they don't do a lot in this game. They just stand around bellowing orders at you to do. Pretty much. Yeah. I... I don't really know how I feel about the other the other crewmates in mm. this game because there's so literally in about a couple of minutes time of gameplay you're mm. going to say goodbye to half of your crew. Mm. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um leaving Kendra and um the, the other chap yeah. whatever his name is. I can't the, remember you yeah. look it up. Uh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call he, Isaac not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His name is um Zach. Zach. So it's literally oh, Zach. <laughs> Isaac and Zach. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, so Kendra and Zach, uh they become a bit of a double act and you're basically running round after them yeah. after this. Them going, <laughs> and a lot of oh, stuff. The, the, the train's, oh, the train's broken. Oh, Go maybe fix, you can fix it. it. Yeah. And they're like Oh, but hurry though, because it sounds like there's something scuttling around. You're like, yeah. uh, why didn't you go and fix yeah, it? Because yeah. I'm cool right I now. I think what's happened is you, you are, you, yeah, well, we'll talk about it in a second, actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you kind of go into this room yeah. and everyone is dead. Everyone's just dead on the floor. Everyone yeah. is just it's dead. Not looking good. No. So it's becoming quite, um, it's becoming quite apparent that, um, the communications are raised. They're not the only thing that's gone down. Yeah. Um, everyone has gone down. Pretty much. So you're doing a little investigation around mm-hmm. and you're kind of just 
opening doors and stuff like that. And then you're in this sort of like, it's like a break room. It's kind of, yeah, it's yeah. like a yeah, little break room area. The, the uh, um, Kendra's like, oh, there's a terminal just outside this room. This is, uh, this is Ben's sci-fi horror trope number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let's count them on all of our digits. Sure. Because sure. there's a lot of them in this game. Thank God I've got toes as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically you, there's a, there's a sort of a glassed off area yeah. just next door and they go, oh, just nip into that a second. We'll wait here. Mm. And you go and press something on that console. And you're like, as soon as I press something on that console, all of these gribblies are going to drop down from the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. And they're going to attack you guys. And then you're all going to run off and leave me on my own. I'm not going to go and press that button on the console. Yeah. And lo and behold, what happens, Johnny? That's exactly, well, exactly what you said. <laughs> yeah, um, old much. Red Shirt gets it immediately. Straight away, yeah. And yeah. these gribblies are like, they're kind of sort of humanoid, but they've got giant blade arms, essentially. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird sort of... Um, Grey Mantis situation. Yeah, it's a kind of uh, cross with the thing, mm. and uh, like something out of like maybe a Hellboy film, yeah. or a, a Del... Is it Del Toro? Yeah. Del Toro, yeah. yeah it's interesting, Quite, they look quite cool. Yeah, they do look quite cool, yeah. and there's a really nice gameplay mechanic as well, which is to do with taking off their limbs, yeah. which yeah. I enjoy a lot. Yeah, we'll get that in a second, yeah, course, yeah. yeah. So you do that, and you end up having to run away. Because they're sort of breaking through the glass yeah. things. Um, Kendra and Zach, they run off yeah. the opposite direction. They're like, they're like, oh, we've got to run away with you if you want to go. Run, bye, try, bye. Run, bye. <laughs> bye, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Best, best of luck, best of luck. <laughs> um, so you, you, you then sort of run away from these things. And what leads to this really, really exciting chase scene. It's really cool, yeah. Where you're like running and things are jumping out of the walls at you. Yeah, and, sort yeah. of, and you're kind of getting scraped a bit and you're like, ah. Oh, and it kind of culminates when you're running down this corridor and running into a lift. Yes. And hitting the button. And yeah. Then this thing comes and it shuts just as the thing's about to get you. That's right, yeah. And then and you're like, phew, thank God oh, for that. And then it's like a double bluff and these pincers, like in Terminator 2, come through the door. Yeah. Pull open the, the lift and you're like, oh, it's going to get me. And then the lift cut. And then, and then the lift turns into some sort of like medieval guillotine. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. I have no idea why it does that. Health yeah. and safety. Oh, <laughs> Guys, yeah, exactly. come on. Yeah, that's a bit crazy. And it just like chops this thing in half. Yeah. Um, this is now into our, uh, year of the 2000s trope, mm. the game trope, number one, which is, uh, the ragdolls. <laughs> mm. Cause remember back around that yeah. sort of time, ragdoll was a big thing and yeah. everyone just go like, oh yes, just turn ragdoll on. It's fine. Yeah. And, uh, and so basically what happened with me was that, because you can take limbs off of these things, the yeah. doors kind of slid onto it. Yeah. And all its limbs popped off into the lift with me. Yeah. And then the lift goes down and all these ragdoll limbs are just sort of flailing about the place. And it might have been cool back in the 2000s because it's the first time you've seen this sort of stuff. Yeah. But nowadays you're just like, oh, that looks a bit weird. It looks really weird. And every time you kill a body, it kind of, kind of almost, like it you, touched your foot and it kind of, you're yeah. like kicking it around yeah. like it weighs nothing. It's like, yeah. it's a bit weird. It's, yeah. it's kind of interesting to see that's the genesis of, you know, you look at things like Red Dead, which yeah. have similar kind of systems, but they're more led by procedure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know, but yeah, it's gotten better. Let's put it's it gotten way. better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then you, uh, you kind of find yourself at the bottom of this lift kind of shaft. Yeah. And, um, and, and what happens there? You, you kind of step out into the little room. Yeah. And there's this dead body. Mm-hmm. And on the wall, written in assumingly the, the body's own blood. Yeah. It says cut off Horror their limbs. Horror treatment too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut off their limbs. Mm-hmm. And then you go up and sort of stand and you get a gun. It's like a plasma cutter gun, isn't plasma it? Plasma cutter yeah. gun, yeah. And this is your primary weapon for the game. And I get, I think that maybe in this game you're not going to get traditional guns. It's not like mm, an alien sort of situation. Update 
upgrade you, this weapon. Well, yeah, because this this doesn't feel like a weapon. It feels like a tool. Yes, that you've you've turned you've weaponized almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's cool because you've got it's basically um, either vertical or horizontal. When you press the um, bumper button, it kind of turns. Yeah, yeah, and it sh- it's it basically throws like a, a wave of. Um, I can't, it's, a, it's, always, it's a plasma cutter. It's a plasma yeah. cutter. Yeah. So a wave of plasma that either cuts horizontally or vertically. Yeah. And so essentially, what you can do with you know you, the griblies yeah. is you can turn it and cut off their arms, or mm-hmm. you can turn it, um, chop them in half. Yeah, chop them in half. Chop, chop the heads, heads off. off. Yeah. And as I found the pretty soon, I was like, well, just chop the heads off. Mm. They keep coming with their heads off. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to take the limbs off, like the like the dead yeah. man says. It's really cool. Yeah, it is a really cool system. And so you've got so essentially you've got the cutting. You've got like a flailing where you can smack them with, the, with your arm. That's right. Yeah. And if you pr- hit, I think it's LB, you stamp on. You them. do a stamp, stamp. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very cool. It's a very nice combat system. Mm. I'd say my only um, slight issue with it is that sometimes the aiming goes a bit Wolfenstein, where yeah. it's a little bit hard to aim properly, but I, it kind of works with the game pace. I had to go into the um, the settings and turn the sensitivity down ah, a bit, yeah, because okay. it was a bit... It was, it a, was bit, a bit like, yeah, hit left place. and it goes right over to the left. Yeah, so I did that and it was a bit better, but at first okay, I was yeah. just a bit like, ah, shooting the walls. And <laughs> Which is funny, because these Griblies... Mm-hmm. Um, whatever we're going to call them. I think Gribbies is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they advance towards you slowly with their kind of scythe arms out mm-hmm. to the side. And it sort of does give you a little bit of time to try and aim at them. Yeah. I just wish the aiming was a tiny bit better. Yes. Yeah. And then the, um, the actual stamping and the hitting them and things like that, it's all just a little bit sort of flaily. It, it, it could have done with just like a little bit more tweaking and it would have been absolutely amazing. I feel like. That's on purpose though, because it adds to the urgency a bit when you're sort of flailing. It's like, ah, I suppose so. Yeah. 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 So you um you get this 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 cutter thing and then yeah. you open the very next door and there's one of these griblies right in front of you yeah and so you chop his legs off and chop his arms off and stuff and all this kind of stuff I was I was quite enjoying it yeah you know? it's yeah. pretty cool they what they do um off so this is very it's all just you walk around corridors and the lighting's very alien and yeah it just creates this constant like constant feeling of suspense and like because these things will pop out of anywhere for you yeah um and i spent a lot of my game just with the gun out just right very slowly like that going now this is interesting because i read that this game had gone through a lot of testing yeah um with other studios with uh, the public well not public but you know uh, focus groups and this kind of stuff and it was actually meant to be a much slower more methodical game Mm. i'm guessing with your gun out and high tension right yeah and then people were just like, oh, it's too slow. So they added in the run function, which mm. then messed up the cameras and stuff. And so they ended up kind of having this hybrid of a game. Okay, interesting. And, um, and I'd, I'd have been really interested to see that original slow-paced, almost Resident Evil 4 style mm. thing. So this must be after Resi 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, was, yeah of course, it, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm imagining the original pace was probably a bit closer to that, where you're meant to be going with slowly with mm. your gun out. And then it sort of turned into almost like a Gears of War style quite quick dashing around the place for I me. don't think it, I think it actually sits in between the two because the, every time every now and again I get my courage up and yeah. I'd be like oh I'll just run for this corridor and I'll be well not rewarded but um, punished I guess with a gribbly like literally coming off the, out of the ground sure yeah or like yeah. jumping through a window or something yeah and I was just a bit like 
that taught me to be cautious and to play the game a bit slower and a bit more sort of like... Uh, okay. Yeah, no, no. So I, I was very much, especially in the narrow corridor sections. So the narrow corridor sections, yeah. that works quite well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's later in the game when things start to pop up behind you. Yeah. And there's a section of this game as well where you're kind of going on scaffolding. Yeah. Which is just prime time for them just to loop over the sides and they, they crawl on the underbelly yeah. of it and all sorts. And I was finding I was getting flanked quite easily. <laughs> So what I was ending up doing, it actually turned into more of a Gears of War style experience for me, where I was sort of running to like a corner, I'd turn around, I'd just gun things and stuff, okay. and then I'd hit them, run past them again, and it, it turned into a much quicker, sort of more okay. frenetic I, that's pace. That's not how I was playing it at all, I was yeah. playing it a lot more uh, methodically. Did you did you get to the scaffolding bit? Yes. Did you, how, how was your uh, your method for that? <clears throat> As they were, I just took them one out, and yeah. then I, I, using audio cues... Okay. When I could hear another one. So yeah. Like, and there's another one here, so looking around and then spotting it and then going after it and just doing them one by one sort of thing. And actually, yeah, let's talk about those audio cues because the game does do a really nice thing when enemies appear. Mm. It's all quite silent, isn't it? Yeah. Mostly. And there's a bit of music and a bit of dead spacey kind of noise in the background. Yeah. And then when the, when the nasties appear, it changes up in some sort of way. They have sound effects. I can't quite remember. They just, you can hear them and, um, I did actually have this running through my 5.1, but I imagine it uses 5.1 very well. Yeah, I, yeah, I can imagine. I was yeah. only on uh, my stereo speakers, unfortunately. Yeah, I should have put headphones on, really. Actually, yeah, yeah, I should have yeah. absorbed, but um, I didn't think at the time. <laughs> but too I'm, scary. Too, too, too scary, mate. It is. I mean, I'm not very good with... Um, I don't like scary things. Sure, of course. And yeah. I, was, I was in constant sort of like, you know... Not fear, yeah. but just like I was tense for the whole of my playthrough. Yeah, me well, too. once the once the gribblies appeared, you know. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the way the way you you kind of you get through and you meet back up with the with the other guys, and oh, again there's okay, like sure. a window separating you. <laughs> of course. Oh, and, that's uh, that's our um, <laughs> and they're like, trope oh, number there's, three. There's um. Uh, there's this train here and it's not it's not, it's not working yeah. maybe maybe you could go and fix that can you go are you guys gonna do, no no we're just gonna stand here mate we're just gonna stand here we're safe safe in here so we're just gonna stand here there is a really nice bit in that section of conversation because yeah. they're on the other side of the tracks yeah. quite literally <laughs> and um, and he's talking to you on a little glove cam type yeah. thing and, and that screen appears yeah right in front of you and you can see them yeah and they're only about 30 metres away it's really but cool but then you get a close up of their face and I was just I was wondering Oh, is that actually attached to a physical object? And then he moves his arm in the background, yeah. and the camera moves on your little heads-up display, and it shows Kendra talking yeah. and stuff. And then it moves back to him, and it's almost just like when you do FaceTime on your yeah, phone. It's really cool. And it was a really nice little touch, and it's, it's those sort of little touches with that UI which yeah. makes it really, really stand out. The, uh, immersive, yeah, and immersive. The other, the other side of that though, the other art side of the art coin, if you will, yeah. Is um, the general environments and the the you know the feeling you got from this whole ship stuff? Um, I'd be interested to see what you thought of that because because I had some differing views on it. Um, Just the the sort of the graphical style. I I, I thought it was fine. It was very brown. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I you know I thought nothing stuck out like a sore thumb. Everything just looked good. Yeah, it looked fine. Um, it wasn't, I wasn't gonna say, I'm not gonna say, I think actually that opening shot where you see the sun coming through the, the, you know, through the cockpit and all sure, that yeah, stuff yeah. was generally a bit breathtaking. I was yeah, like, wow, was, that yeah. looks amazing. Really cool. Rest of the game, uh, quite dour, but I think quite deliberately dour. I think it, it goes from, because it has a really cool high concept idea of this yeah. UI stuff, yeah. which it really, really plays to its strengths. It's yeah. really good. And then you've got that opening section where someone's had a clearly a brainwave and gone, I've got a great idea how to start a game, guys. Yeah. And then it very quickly turns into a corridor 
this could be any derelict spaceship. Yeah. And I was just wishing there was a bit more of that sort of genius from those other systems just sprinkled in there. If it, because I, I read online, this is meant to be a bit of a gothic-y architecture. 100%. And I wasn't really getting that. I was just oh, getting sorry. sort of, I was getting like an average spaceship, yeah, derelict yeah. spaceship sort of feel. It could have it been. It felt more like an alien sort of, um, totally. you know, haulers, miners sort of. Yeah, you're, you're watching Channel 5, it's 11 o'clock on a Friday night, and there's a sci-fi film. Yeah. It's pretty much that yeah, art yeah, style, which yeah. is a bit of a shame, really. What's that Sean Connery film where he's um, a detective on a space station? Oh, he's got the shotgun, the space yeah. shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what is that one called? Outlander or... I, something like Outland, that. Outland, maybe? Yeah. And that's... Yeah. That, yeah. I think yeah. it's Outland, isn't yeah, it? That's, yeah, if anyone's not seen that, it's a really good little sort of 80s sci-fi film. Yeah. Um, where Sean Connery's running around like a mining sort of ship and trying to solve murder. It's really good. I can't quite remember how that one turns out, but it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty decent. Yeah. There was there was another one as well, which is not so good, but it's quite good fun. It's like, um, what's the Kurt Russell film? Escape from LA, Escape uh-huh. from New York. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but in space. Um, oh, with, with Guy Pierce. Yeah, with Guy Pierce. Yeah, um, I can't remember what that was yeah, called. It's, it's not so great. It's not so. It's all right, but it's fun. Yeah, it's a fun film. But yeah. I, I was getting strong, sort of just like art vibes. Yeah. from both those two things. Yeah. Um. Anyway, right. So, uh, so you're meant to be fixing this this train. Uh huh. And so they say, go off and go and fix it. Yes, which is um uh, brings in uh your navigation tool, mm. which is if you click one of the sticks. Yeah. He puts his palm face down and yeah. the light comes out and just shows you the direction of where you're going yes it's really cool it's cool it's breadcrumbing they call this yeah. it's the gameplay term yeah. yeah um whenever i see this in a game i just think it's like poor level design okay i know that sounds really harsh yeah um, you go go but if you <laughs> but if, if you think about some of your favorite levels where mm. you have um you know exactly where you're going the signposting yeah. is right there yeah, yeah, yeah and if you have to have a line on the floor drawn to where your objective is i feel like there's something wrong there well i think the way that these because there's a lot of backtracking there and is lot, yeah and a lot of um you yeah. know the, the, the levels deliberately sort of layered and maze-like mm-hmm. i think this is necessary for that so i wouldn't necessarily say it's when this lazy. is why i started having that thought earlier on yeah. about um i wonder what this game would look like if it was only a two or three hour long experience sure because then you wouldn't have to have bother with that backtracking and i found clicking in the right thumbstick just to check i was going in the right direction mm. was a little bit cumbersome because he also sort of looks towards the floor a bit uh, and you have to reorientate yourself and it takes a second it just takes yeah. you out of the game a tiny bit I thought it was a bit of a shame I didn't think it took you out of the game I thought it built tension because you've got to hit it but you can't you know you can't then suddenly immediately pull your gun out and shoot someone this is true yeah, yeah so yeah. that's how I saw it yeah okay cool so then um, you end up going to like this special room. Oh, before you get to the room, there's uh-huh. a bit with a stasis module. And this is a new mm. gameplay feature. Yeah, so you get... Um, uh, it's basically <laughs> Force powers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it kind of uh, slows down time. Yeah. So you can... T- on an object, though. Yeah. So uh, you get it, and then um, there's like a door that's shutting really quickly. Yeah. And you just yeah. go, zoom, and it kind of slows down, and you can get through. That's and you can get through, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's like a puzzle solving type thing. Yeah. Did you use it on any of the Gribblies, the alien? I did. Things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's quite cool as well because it slows them down. And then you can just like chop their arms off yeah. and things. Yeah, I quite liked it. it was I nice. thought it was cool. It was. It was. I'm not sure how it fits with the game no. lore or anything like this. No, it's it's kind of just like um. Well, this is just thing we have. Oh, the, yeah, that's oh, thing, that yeah. stasis module that the people use. Brilliant. I can use that for this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. Yeah, I cool. suppose when you're talking about like planet cracking mining ships and stuff sure, like that. Sure. Stasis module. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Absolutely fine. So then, um, and that takes you into this kind of room where you, uh, you've got to fix the train carriage. Yeah. With these. And how much further did you get? I suppose a little bit further, right? Cause so, 
Um, you fix the train, so you the, you go all the way up and you go through this as the scaffolding you talked about earlier. That's right, yeah. And you get into this room. There's these two arms that kind of come out, and yeah. one of them is broken. One of them goes out and just attaches. Yeah. And the other one goes out and then just comes back again. So yeah. you can't. And and so, they say you got to use your stasis yeah. thing on it. So essentially, you hit the arm with the stasis and you run over and press a console, and it's just like a little puzzle. It took me, I don't know, a few minutes to work it out. Right. Okay. But the thing that it does really well is as you're solving the puzzle, every now and again, you just hear a window shatter and one of the groupies just jumps through a window and attacks you. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, no, I'm trying to, what? Ah. Kill, 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 kill. Um, so it's just a simple puzzle, but it's just sort of, I assume, showing you, you know, this stuff's going to yeah, be using these yeah. tools to do yeah, puzzles. Um, no, it's quite cool. I thought it was quite a nice little little thing. Yeah, there's a lot of like, this is quite cool. In yes, this. it's like, oh, that's a nice seven out of ten. Nice yeah. little sort of spin. And this is why I was kind of equating it more to the Gears of War stuff mm. because I ended up kind of viewing this game as just a sort of a fun action horror experience mm. there's not it's not like high art or anything no. and it's not you know twitch gameplay where i have to be no. really really good or anything like that it's just more of a popcorn sort of fun flick and as soon as i made the shift into that yeah level of expectation i started enjoying myself an awful lot more mm. and it was getting really cool it's not I, as you, what were you talking about earlier about the, the fact they changed the pace of the game actually yeah. makes sense because I feel like they went made a very conscious dis- decision at some point to go from straight up horror yeah. to more an actiony absolutely actiony adventure sort of horror but still I've got to say I mean maybe I'm just like uh, <laughs> um, sort of weak when it comes to this sort of stuff but I was in a <laughs> constant state of like you know tension and sort of like oh god yeah. my heart my heart you know <laughs> well there's also a nice trick they do with the field of view on the camera yeah. and they kind of bring it in real close like they do in Resident Evil 4. Mm. Um, in fact, this might be lifted straight out of that mm. game. And you can't really see a lot. Um, so you're no. sort of looking left and right all the time. And yeah. You're forced to look behind you. It does, unfortunately, bring with it, um, you know, you can't really enjoy the environment so much because no. you don't have that lovely big wide vista. No. Um, so, And that's a bit of a shame because you feel like sometimes you walk out into like a bit and, and it's got a really high gothic roof type thing. Yeah. You go, I just want to look up and look at that. And then... All of a sudden, you've got to you've got to sort of look at it in three different chunks. Yeah, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of very odd. strange, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then after this, you're going into this kind of scaffolding area that we mentioned before. Yeah. And you're sort of working your way up through the scaffolding, and things are leaping over. You it have like and a, stuff. a firefight essentially, pretty much. And then it introduces like explodable canisters, mm. <laughs> horror trope number four. Yeah, and um, actually, something I've just thought I was mentioning. You do find a. Um, a workbench where you can like upgrade oh, your yeah, cutter okay, yeah. you pick up these little modules and stuff. Yeah, I didn't really delve into that too much. You can upgrade your cutter, your suit, and um, your stasis. Okay, cool. So you yeah. can sort of make your cutter better. You can make you give you more life and sure. the rest of it. Um, I think later in the game you'll probably use it a lot more, but you know, in this playthrough it wasn't. Hey, it's yeah. a, it's a it's a horror action RPG game. You yeah, gotta exactly. have that in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, I only really have one more point about okay. this, and yeah. it was, and it was once I didn't mind it once I flitted into that mindset of yeah. the actually sort of fun popcorn thing. Yeah, and it's just that it's all a little bit. There's a slightly lazy writing where um, where Kendra she says to you, "Oh, um, there's a locked door up ahead of you, and the key for it is over in the mess hall or something yeah. like this, or over yeah. somewhere." And it's just basically like, go and get the key, Fetch go quest. to this bit. Yeah, yeah. And whilst you go to get the key, you're going to get attacked by stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like a classic, everyone knows what this is, right? Yeah. I was just wondering how Kendra knows <laughs> yeah. that key is. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, once again, because of that really high bar yeah. set by the UI interactions and all the coolness there, yeah. 
I was just expecting a little bit more of it. And then when you do come across the key, it's quite literally at the very end of a scaffolding right in the middle yeah. of the floor. Yeah, yeah. And it just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense as a, as a world. I get that. I do think that the two your two companions, they are as you're interacting with them, they are sort of painting this sort of mystery a bit of like, what happened sure. to the crew? Like, we found this stuff. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah, and I yeah. think that's their that's their sort of apart from to give you sort of simple fetch quests. I think that's what they're there for is to kind of build this world and find out what happened to what's we you know what's actually going on. Yeah, the central mystery as it. Ooh. Were. Do you know what I'd be really interested to see as well? Actually, last thing. Yeah, <laughs> I promise. Um, is to play through a game like this, but also to have your companions there with you mm. at the same time. Yeah, running along. Like I think Resident Evil Five did this. And it didn't work out quite so well with the AI. It's not great, no. Not great. No, but if you don't that give her AI. any guns you don't want to waste yeah. ammo for. She will just use... <laughs> bang, bang, bang. It's like, don't give her the rocket launcher ammo. She'll just use the rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need that later. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, because cause I feel like a game like that, where you're working as part of a team, yeah. it takes away from that sort of solo horror focus. Mm. And it brings it out into more of what this game is maybe trying to be with that action popcorny sort of horror slant. Yeah. Um, and I I'd just that. be interested to see that. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. I like me. the idea of doing this sort of game, um, and when it's sort of, uh, three player or four player, mm-hmm. and you all have to go off and do a separate bit of the mission. Right. That'd be and cool. And be you're completely cut off from each other. Yeah. And so the idea of you're sat in a room waiting for someone to press a button in another room to trigger something to, so you can repair something, but they're fighting and you can't help. See, that's gameplay design 101 right yeah, there, buddy. Don't that's steal awesome. our ideas. Don't steal our ideas. <laughs> Dead Space 4. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> so I guess the only thing left to do, yeah. Mr. Jono, is Dead Space. Did <clears> you want to keep playing? Um, yeah, did I want to keep playing? <laughs> oh, I've prepared a little something. Horror, action and suspense, all twisted up in an alien meets event horizon sci-fi wrapper. The presentation atmosphere are top-notch, as is the tight, inventive combat. I'm genuinely interested to see where Isaac's story is heading. So yes, Ben, I will keep playing. That is if my poor heart can take it. Oh. I, I feel like I like this a bit more than you did. I um, do. Yeah, okay. let's, let, well, well, let's find well, okay. out. Okay. Um, I do have a pedal or something. Okay. Because I have this, uh, mm-hmm. Jono. Hi. This is a roller coaster. <laughs> Gears of Dead Space. Yeah. And once I understood that, I instantly felt way more comfortable. Uh, the graphics have aged really well. And actually all the in-game UI stuff that we keep on banging on about is really cool. Um, I mean, there are tropes all over the shop. From the jump scares to the look of the ship. But you kind of want that from a popcorn entertainment piece. I do wish the controls would make up their mind between action and slow horror. Um, and the AI can be slightly interesting. Actually, something we didn't mention is that the monster AI can be a little bit iffy. Yeah. If you play the game in a different way, if you run past the monsters and stuff, yeah. then they kind of, they get a bit confused. And they're like, ah, oh, hey, hey, you're whoa, not, whoa, 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 whoa. come back, come back and shoot me. <laughs> um, however, I'm intrigued to see what happens with Isaac. So yes, I will keep playing. Oh. And actually, I'd be quite interested to play the second one because apparently, if that builds on what this mm, is, the second one's supposed to be really then good. That's, then that'd be a real killer. Yeah. So, that's it for another week. Certainly is, mate. Join us again next time. We're putting another classic game through its paces. Ooh. I wonder what uh, what we'll be choosing for next week. Who knows? Uh, maybe if the fans, hello there fans, 
Hello, new fans as yeah. well. Hello to the new people. Yeah. If you have a suggestion uh, of which classic game we should try, yeah. Jono, Jono, where do they where do um, they get hold of probably us? Probably the best place to get us is uh, Twitter at Keep Playing Pods. Sure. Um, you can email us keepplayingpod at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh, or you can make a suggestion on Instagram, I guess, at Keep Playing Pod, which Ben loves. He's been putting up lots of like lovely stuff oh, on there recently. Two lovely Instagrams. Um, and hey, you... hey, the engagements on that is really fun as well. Yeah. Because people only ever write nice comments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's lovely. Um, you can also leave us a message on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash keep playing pods, mm-hmm. um, which will also give you a little notification when our new episodes are out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you uh, know what, actually? I was thinking another way of getting hold of us. Microdot. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a spy from the 60s yeah. and you wish to send us a message, um, Man, please put a microdot on a postcard from an uncle we've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. if it's good enough for Robert Redford. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no more Winter Soldier for you. Um, you can stream all of our episodes at uh, www.keepplayingpod.com. Mm-hmm. Um, or, of course, you can just use the old... Uh, the old I, other phone apps we've got on, we're on all of them yeah. Stitcher, Acast them. iTunes and our wonderful host Podbean lovely lovely Podbean lovely Podbean and could you if you would do us a uh, kindness do and us leave solid. us a rating or review and hit them subscribe buttons we Ooh, would yeah. be much appreciated because those day one downloads they're oh, getting pretty nice now they're getting alright Hello, hello, all the new listeners. Hello, did I say that listeners. already? I did. You did. I did. But hello again. It's that Sunday afternoon focus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, oh, and hey, actually, one yeah. last thing before we go. What's that, man? If you're going to do a nice thing this week, yeah. um, maybe go and uh, take a lovely walk in the countryside. Lovely. And capture some Pokemons on the on the game Pokemon Go. You sure. <laughs> Not sponsored by Pokemon Go. No, but we would... We would. We would take that Pokemon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We take, take that, take that sweet, Pokemon sweet money. Pokemon Oh, money. yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, but if you do two nice things this week, mm. right? Hey, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about, about our podcast. podcast. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be a very good friend. No. Just someone you know. <laughs> just someone you know who might enjoy these words. Yeah. Even if it's a quite, hey, if you're like on a double date oh. with, uh, and you're, you're, you're meeting your girlfriend's best friend and her boyfriend for the first time. Wow. And you're looking for conversation. This, this seems like a very specific no, example. No, not, not at all, not at all. <laughs> but you know, if you, you like start, if you start for conversation, yeah. everyone loves podcasts. They do. So you can say, talk about the podcast and then say, oh, I know this really great podcast. Ah, oh, there's two guys. Games. These two English guys. Yeah. I, I see we've been getting quite a lot of American listeners as well. On I the know. other side of the pond. Good day, um, mate. Howdy. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> and now we've lost them. <laughs> and on that bombshell, I guess yeah. uh, until next week. Uh, keep playing. Keep playing. <laughs>